Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Repeater. Uh, it is the podcast where we talk to people who are awesome about songs that li- they love. Um, it's it's cool. I mean, if you like music, come on, you're already here. You know what's up. Uh, my name is Evan Barden and with me is Pat Cartelli. Pat, what's up? Oh, nothing. I just ate some pizza. So and garlic knots. Ooh. So living okay. living my well, best life a, over here. We got a real New York Pat over here. Yeah. <laughs> got it. I was trying you to establish a the, uh, brand. Yeah, you're going to become like one of those um, neighborhood guys of Western Queens, uh, just that everyone goes to like on the internet for advice. I mean, <laughs> one can only hope that that is my life's trajectory, just to be that one person. You're like, oh yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen him around. <laughs> yeah you, you love a you love a i've seen him around kind of character <laughs> um and with us i just want to we're just going to introduce him uh we're so happy to have uh eric garlington of the band proper eric hey what's up uh nothing much just got back from getting groceries so not as luxurious as pat's meal but okay when i make this food later i'm still going to enjoy it so, you nice. know, just chilling nice. on this random rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that uh, you guys are, we have one person who's been satiated, one person who's looking forward to eating. <laughs> um, we're trying to cover all the bases. For anyone who's listening yeah. who is hungry, um, yeah. you are not alone and you will, <laughs> you will find, you will find like comfort soon, you know? Soon. We don't know when, but soon. Yeah. Man. Evan, where are you on the food <laughs> spectrum today? Oh, okay. So I um yeah, I had a great lunch, but that was a little while ago now. And I had some chips before this, and mm. now I'm having a drink. So love that. And there's no plans for food. Like there will food will happen, but I don't I don't know what's up with that. So Ooh, going rogue. Okay. Yeah, I don't want people to worry about me, but like I haven't eaten. I don't know when <laughs> I'm gonna eat, but I feel confident that like It'll work out. It's kind of a glass half full sort of yeah. scenario right now. We're all yeah. we're all living our own stories. We're all in different movies. It's great. There's yeah. something for everybody. That's, <laughs> that's true, Pat. Mm-hmm. That's really true. I appreciate that. Um, you're not alone, folks. You know, no matter where you are. Yes. Um, but this 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 show typically is not about food. It's typically about music. <laughs> we usually focus on music. food for your ears. Um, and the food for your ears. Yeah. And yep. um, in that world, Eric is a chef because he makes food, he makes music. Yes. Um, but so, yeah, typically we focus on music and we kick things off each and every episode talking about something that we've been listening to recently. Kind of a shout out, give you something to maybe you can check out yourself. Uh, Pat, what have you been listening to recently? Um, what have I been listening to recently? There's a new Godspeed You Black Emperor record out. And I would be lying if I said I wasn't mm. primarily listening to that. Um, there's the final track on it. It's called Our Side Has to Win. And it just has a really great positive, if not like apocalyptically positive kind of vibe to it. Um, mm-hmm. I've been really into that. And then on like the smaller spectrum, my buddy Fernando down in Brazil, Fernando Mota, just released an album called Ensayo Pra Destruir. I'm sure that my Portuguese is flawless. Um, (laughs) Clearly, yeah. Very proud. Thank you, thank you. Uh, But it's a good, like, 
indie rock kind of shoegaze vibe. Um, mm-hmm. So I rec- highly recommend both of those. I dig it. I dig it. I love that idea that something can be like positively apocalyptic. Um, do you does, does that feel like it's a it's impact it's apocalyptic in kind of like tone, but then makes you feel good, or do you think it's somebody who thinks that like the world is going to end, but in like a happy way? I mean, to me, it sort of sounds like uh. There's a bit of dread to the music. There's a bit of like, ten, not a bit, a lot of tension and uneasiness and unsettlingness, yeah. uh, which is <laughs> a real word. Um, but with this feeling of like, uh, maybe like a, a storm has passed and there's a little, there's destruction in the wake, but the sun is, mm-hmm. the sun's coming mm-hmm. back out. Yeah. I think like that's pretty par for the course for them. Yeah. Or like, or like have a nice life or Caspian or like those bands were just like, I could cry to this and then have the best day of my life after while the album is still playing. Like those type of albums really, I haven't heard the new uh, Godspeed album, but now I'm going to listen to it after this. Yeah, I like it a lot. And I feel like it's very fittingly timed for uh, vaccines or vaccinations starting to happen. Yeah, mm. I was going to say it feels kind of like spot on for this this spring you know, has is starting to feel like this kind of, yeah, breaking through like sunshine and breaking through clouds kind of oh, um, for sure. kind of time, you know, mm-hmm. like we are hopefully in, in some ways, you know, we're we're starting to be like, oh, something's lifting, yeah. which is yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I like it a lot. Evan, how about you? What have you been listening to? I was going to shout out also a friend of mine um my buddy aviv is in this great band out in la called jacob the horse and they put out Mm. a new album like last month i guess a couple weeks ago uh jacob the horse's album called college party mixtape volume one and (laughs) just so everyone can like lock (laughs) it in and remember the title track is the one i'm shouting i'm shouting out college party mixtape uh which is very (laughs) fun um punk rock song i think in general this band like um at, you know everyone hates a comparison but i think if you like jeff rosenstock you're gonna like jacob the horse i think that's like okay it's pretty good overlap you'll dig it and mm. this song in particular it's really starts with um a piece of like audio art that i feel like we don't get enough of which is it's a studio recorded song but we do have like live audio of people at a party who are getting ready for the band to play kind of bullshit (laughs) love that (laughs) and it's like i feel like it's been a long time since i've had that i heard that on a record you know you gotta set the scene Uh, yeah you gotta set the scene for the college party (laughs) mixtape love Um, it but yeah it's a dope song dope album so check them out for sure Hmm. uh eric how about you what's up what's on the earbuds recently now I feel like I need to shout out a friend. Um, <laughs> uh, I haven't listened to a lot do, of uh, Sonia Brahms' new album. Um, it's just they recently signed to the label that we're on Big Stray Monsters, so I'm just like, all right, like let's let's go. It's been really good. But honestly, I've been listening to Kevin Gates' last mixtape a lot. Okay, because the first thing I want to do when I'm going to the gym in the morning is just feel like I'm going to murder someone. So <laughs> it's been a lot. Of just gang shit at like 7.50 in the morning for no mm-hmm. particular reason, mm-hmm. but just a lot. Um, I'm one of those gym people where I just like, 
dance music doesn't do it. Indie right. rock doesn't do it. I just need the most ignorant trap shit I can find. <laughs> so unfortunately, it's been a lot of that. On the more tame side, obviously, there's been like the staples. Like I'm still spinning Bartee Strange's record. Mm-hmm. Um, who just put out a new single? Um, oh my God, Oceanators put out a new single. Just like, you know, friends bands that, that you're just like, oh, I'm so proud to see you doing it. And the song Pucks. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been a great time. So just a lot of friends stuff, but then besides like the standards like Isaiah Rashad and SZA and Kevin Gates, there's a lot of rap and R&B as my normal mm-hmm. wheelhouse anyway. So a lot of that. Nice. Yeah, I feel like um, that's also good to hear. It reminds me of kind of like that. I don't know. The hope that's ahead of us is people who are talking about like gym music again or like music <laughs> yeah. that they're like that gets them up, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just yeah. like coping music which i feel like yeah we've been in a lot of like that space oh, for the last year yeah it's been the default yeah. and now i guess murder music is default, <laughs> so here we are i mean i get that's the we need the murder mu- murder music mixtape 21 yeah <laughs> we're long overdue yeah. i don't know who's next in line we need a first day out from someone whoever's in prison right now <laughs> we're waiting looking forward to it <laughs> and um so yeah Folks, check out the check out all that shit. That's all good shit. A lot of friends just mentioned. Um, and word of mouth, word of mouth's the best, you know. Oh, um, by far, by DIY far. till I die. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> yo, we always talk about a song that means a lot to people, or a song that they're just like into, obsessed with, whatever it is. And I think for this one, we're giving we're giving Eric a prompt. So mm-hmm. Pat. What was the prompt we gave Eric for this one? This prompt was a song that you always put on a road trip playlist. So, <laughs> oh my God. I got to tell you, Sorry. we do not know what Eric is about to <laughs> like hit us with. We have no clue. Um, I'm so sorry in advance. <laughs> yeah. Y- you have nothing. We are ready for yeah. it. Like we are. Okay. <laughs> I have been, I've been musically lifting all day just to be like <laughs> okay. strong enough to handle whatever you're going to throw at us. So, okay. What is <laughs> so here's the thing. When 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 we're on tour, we really just like to hate each other and get each get under each other's skin. Like Eli and Tosh and Lexa know that I just dislike corn with all that I have. So when we were on tour that year, that new corn record came out. You know what they fucking played every damn day? <laughs> so the the one that I play that 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 no one ever seems to enjoy is this song called "I Should Be Dead" or it's I S. Wait, I should be I S B D by the Loopers, and it's the most grating song that i can think of and the beat is just made out of dolph- dolphin chirps <laughs> <laughs> so, anytime whoever's in the front seat with me is just like what is this and i'm just like i love oh I, un- I unashamedly actually love the song but no one else ever loves it so i will just play it like clockwork tour going to Incredible. see my parents like, really, anytime. i have so many it's, thoughts um, on what this might <laughs> sound like uh, and this feels oh, like God, something I would be into, but also, <laughs> yeah. who knows? If you like like JPEG Mafia and mm, like weird mm-hmm, stuff like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but way more grading and way less talent, <laughs> this song is for you. <laughs> High praise. I think for our for our edification, Pat and I need to listen to this song right now. Yeah. So, um, Pat, I'm bringing it up. I think if you want to bring it up yourself, that might be the yeah. best audio experience. Yeah. Z Loopers. Yeah. And the name is I S B D. I should be dead. The the album art or the single art, whatever this is, is gorgeous. I love that. Yeah, right? It's insane. It's like 
a golden skull with a crown of thieves? I think like some laurel yeah. or something like that. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Evan, should we try yeah, to play? Really cool. uh, I'm in. Oh, you're in. No, I'm already right. in, dude. I'm leaving you behind. Okay. <laughs> and the rapper draws all of his own art. Oh, also, cool. Though that album art is it. Yeah. There's the dolphins. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm watching the video and having like a whole experience. There's a video? Oh, the video's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. really um it's really cool. Uh, I'm gonna switch to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like he was discovered by Danny Brown, so you know that he's probably actually insane. <laughs> The video is a whole experience. I mean, I gotta say, so for our listeners, um, <laughs> it's tamer than I was expecting. Like, I think really, I oh, think I was expecting like the sound of like like more noise, okay. like noise rock, you know, like really grating. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, this is. I mean, this bops. This is good. Do y'all like it? Oh, fuck yes. Okay, cool. Cool. It's, I have good taste. Yes. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe his voice is usually the part that people are just sure, like, what is, I get that. why? Yeah. Um, but it, it's just like, but you love Young Thug, don't you? Listen to this. This is yeah, great. No, I like I mean, there is like, there is just like a lo-fi kind of quality to the voice, right? Like. Oh, yeah. Like this, this person's not trained vocally. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but I mean, it, I think that's part of the appeal, right? Yeah. Do you, um, Eric, do you know yeah. Hatebeak? No, but I that name makes me want to. So Please tell me more. It's when you said that there was dolphin samples in this, that's the first thing I thought of was Hatebeak because Hatebeak was I think it's a guy maybe I'm wrong, but I think it's a guy from Pig Destroyer who started like a death metal band and his parakeet okay. or parrot did all the vocals. So it's just a squawking bird. Um, I love that. That is what I expected for this ISBD song. This yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that is someone from Pig Destroyer, Pat. Confirmed. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, the parrot who is listed on the Wikipedia page as vocals is Waldo the parrot. Uh, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> what a parrot vo- ass name. I love that. Uh, yeah. Inc- absolutely incredible. Oh, me and the Waldo were born in the same year. Wow. Damn, Waldo's got me. <laughs> he has a wiki and I don't yet. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I only bring that up to say like, I can see why people potentially mm-hmm. are like, mm, no, thank you. But like, I like yeah. this a lot. This is fun. Thank you. Okay. Fuck yeah. Because so it'll is- be like, I'll play like a Claro song and then like maybe like some The weekend, And then this comes uh-huh. on and it's very grating in comparison. Yes, I can, I <laughs> yeah. can also see that. Yeah. This is your power move song, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, this is me asserting my dominance hour yeah. one into a 13-hour drive. Oof. Just setting the tone, like, this is how this is going to go, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> Now, do you feel like, obviously, we're getting a bit of the dynamic of what it is to tour with Proper right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like you, you want to put that song on? Like you just said, at the start of a drive, um, <laughs> to set the tone. Yeah. Is that more often or are you more, more is it more often being done like in a direct or immediate retaliation to someone else's <laughs> song choice? You know what I mean? Like like no, where do you I'm, I'm sure it's both, but where I'm do you find the city more often? I'm a very proactive okay. shit starter. Okay. So it's just especially so Elijah, our drummer, 
he very much loves to pick a joke and do it all day uh -huh. to death. And knowing he's the youngest in the well, now that Alexis joined, he's the youngest was the youngest in the group. So he very much is that little brother that wants to piss you off. <laughs> so he'll say like I don't know a SpongeBob joke like uh, my leg, and he'll do it twenty times in thirty minutes <laughs> and laugh just as hard every time. So this is me like. Before you even start your shit, I'm going to try and play some shit that I don't think anyone likes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then Eli is also like, he'll be in the back with his earbuds in and he just will not engage. So, <laughs> I so I haven't figured out how to best Elijah just yet, but I'm working on it. You just you have know? to figure right. out how to like intercept the earbuds. Like yeah, rewire I have to figure out his Bluetooth yeah. password. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll get an iPhone finally just so I can airdrop him some shit from the, <laughs> while I'm driving. Yeah. <laughs> that seems worth yeah. it. What could go wrong? Probably yeah, not. Just to commit to the bit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find yourself uh, with that kind of like, you want to be proactive, you want to get this out of there. Is that like a friends and family thing? Or is that also, um, would you also do that amongst strangers? Like if you had to, if you had to jump in a car with a bunch of people, are you, are you the no, person that like- a serial killer. <laughs> so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to understand. Like, you know, you're not, just, you're not the dog marketing territory to anyone. You're like, no, just, you're like, just I know you, you know me. Yeah. I am going to irritate you because we yeah. can do we're allowed to do that with each other. Yeah, we're just in the band, we just fuck with each other. Just because why not? What else do we have to do? And it's That's like a we're good dynamic. Be together for I like mean, three, four weeks at a time. Like so, you know, we keep it try to keep it pretty relaxed. And we'll yeah. be like, no, seriously, please stop. And then that's usually the end of it. But yeah, I'm definitely not to any strangers. It's a very much a comfort thing. Yeah. Just like, you know, me and my best friends yeah. on the road hating each other but loving it you know yeah because yes. i've done road trips but mm -hmm. i have never been on tour and so i can only imagine mm. what it's like you know doing one stretch of what you say 13 hours but then to continuously yeah. do several hour drives over the course of a month or so that yeah that seems like a slog in and of itself yeah you just gotta keep it keep it loose i'm the one that usually likes to drive so i'm usually have someone passaging with me to just like pass the time. But as far as the dynamic goes, we definitely will play something that we know the others hate just for, just because. Yeah. Because that's love. Yeah. I think it also, that's got to keep things more, a little more interesting at times than just really like when everything's pleasant all the time, you know, it's yeah. almost going to like lull everyone into a, a place of stasis. Yeah. And, you know, it's key to just pass the time. Right. I yeah. Have to and obviously, if we have another band sharing the van with us, then like we'll kind of suss it out to see what their level yep. of like yep. malarkey is. But like, <laughs> if you know, in the UK, we've always been respectful because it's like we're not about to come a thousand miles to be hated by this <laughs> band that we're about to be with. So, like, but it's like usually like other southern bands or other black bands, it's like we're gonna just do the dumbest shit. Mm -hmm. We're gonna quote the boondocks all day and then stop at every chicken spot, <laughs> even though we had chicken for all day yesterday. So, it just depends on like reading the we're good at reading the room. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like you have a built-in endurance for driving long distances at all? Oh, yeah. My dad, God, my dad is pushing 60-something, and he still, whenever he comes here, they're in North Dakota, they drive, and that's about 30 oh, hours. Dude. You're from North uh, Dakota. So, uh, I'm in a military family, so that's where they are now, Got it. Um, but it's always been my parents, my mom's in Seattle, my dad's from Florida. So, everywhere we've lived, it's always been a drive. So, I have just yeah. grew up long-distance driving anyway, so I just... It's just nothing, yeah. you know, out of the ordinary for me. So I just love it. That's cool. I just grandfathered into it. Yeah. I, yeah, I get, re I reflect sometimes like Pat and I are both from the Northeast and I think people, you know, people around 
in the Northeast, like they live in one place and they're, they're often vacation, like still within the region mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. like a long drive. I don't know, Pat. I mean, like the <laughs> longest drive most people take is like, what, six to eight hours. That's like, yeah. for most people, they're like you, that's the limit. <laughs> and you can see a lot of stuff. Y'all have so many cool neighboring cities here. Like when I was in There's Kansas City, you'd be like, all right, coolest thing is St. Louis. That's about four or five hours and then nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many options in an eight hour Span. Oh, sure. that's insane i love that yeah but our yeah i think our tolerance naturally is nowhere near that of anyone that lives like i don't know anywhere in the middle of the country like 60 percent of the country 75 percent yeah. of the country you know yeah i think that there's like definitely a limit like on one of our first tours um i booked to south by and i just did not comprehend the scope of oklahoma and mm-hmm. texas Oof. and eli who is from texas is an asshole and just <laughs> let me fail so it was literally a 26 hour drive Oof. we would fall asleep in the van and wake up still in the van it, and he was just like i i i, you, I didn't want to tell you so i just let you fuck up so <laughs> we went from like kansas city to el paso and i just had never really been to texas before so i just did not believe him that it was that big I was like, oh, I lived in Alaska for five years. I know big what? And I was dead wrong. <laughs> I drove once from Arizona to New York. Oh, my God. And we drove through the panhandle of Texas. So, like, that yeah. wasn't because one option was to go across all of Texas. And I was like, you know what? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see some other states. Uh, yeah. But we got to. I think it was Kansas and the GPS just said, okay, so for the next 380 miles, go straight. Yep. And it was just, that sounds just about straight. right. Yeah. And for what I, I think the car <laughs> that I was crazy. in, the CD deck was broken and the only CD that it was like a mixtape and it had that Ting Ting song. Uh, That's not my name. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got intimately <laughs> familiar with that song. Yeah. <laughs> God hypnotizing driving Which for could, 380 that, I mean, miles. that could be the kind of song that after enough listens also becomes a little polarizing um <laughs> yeah because oh, she yeah. never tells you her name you. in that song <laughs> i got angry at that yeah, song. i don't even think i ever even realized that that's brutal yeah so i don't i don't i don't there's no there's nothing qualitative about this i was like this isn't really a compliment but like you sounds like you grew up in some big places eric yeah yeah alaska uh yeah germany guam which is near japan uh, mm-hmm. mississippi mm-hmm. just everywhere yeah for way too well not long enough i'd move like every two three years but yeah 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 a lot of places i mean i gotta think like how does that shape how does that shape you as an artist in this world because you've been you've been to a lot of places but you yeah. probably also i would imagine have to like you have to carve out who you are because you're moving yeah. through all these different spaces and everything yeah yeah it's pretty much just like your identity changes every time you move because you're going i went from in order germany to mississippi to guam to south carolina to alaska to mississippi to texas for like a month and then back to missouri and then it was just ridiculous so it was a lot of i don't think i would have had such a wide variety of musical taste if it weren't for that shouts Mm -hmm. out um but it definitely it takes a long time to figure out like well do i like this this my thing or is that just what is popular in this region and i'm you know like when i first heard emo music it was only because i'd moved to the midwest and i was just like modern baseball what is the oh my god what is this (laughs) and like i fell in love with it so hard so quickly i was just like do i actually like this or is this just a new sound to me and then i heard tiny moving parts and the hotel year i was like yes i love this shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's just a lot of like 
bits and pieces. I had a lot of like, you know, Hot Topic was everywhere. So I still had a lot of like <laughs> unnecessary, unnecessarily skinny jeans and, yeah, and sure. rainbow studded belts and stuff. But like the things that were always prevalent was like, I knew that I liked the guitar mm-hmm. and I liked like more post-hardcore, the, like the umbrella of it. So like from like Mars Volta and Three and Coheed all the way to like Pierce the Veil and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like Protest the Hero, Prague yeah. type stuff. It was kind of just like, I always knew I liked heavier music, but I was just dialing in which one was like my thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah, knowing that, or I mean, I can't imagine moving that much, mm. like what that must be for, like you were saying, your own identity. Um, yeah. Did, was music a way to like, like a through line between places when you were meeting new people? Oh yeah. I would deliberately buy band tees just so someone could be like, whoa, you like this band, you mm-hmm. know? And then it's mm-hmm. always, you like this band? You're black and you like this band? And then trying to filter those people out. <laughs> but it was always, yeah, music was it. Um, especially moving every two, three years, I didn't really have, like my bandmates now are my best friends of my entire life. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to like go over to your friend's house for dinner and know their parents' name. Like, <laughs> I just, that's weird to me. It's just, it's just not where I'm from. So like, it was a lot of just, you know, dyeing my hair to see what the other punk kids will notice me or skateboarding and I was terrible at it. Like doing a lot of like punk things to get the attention of the yeah. people I wanted to be friends with. But like trying way too hard. Because I'd be like, all right, I got three three years. Mm-hmm. Let's start the clock now. Yeah. <laughs> so just trying to do it all way too quick and probably being weird to people. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to send up that flag, right? You, it's like, yeah. You yeah. need to somehow let people know that like, Hey, I might be the I might be the guy you're looking for, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like immediately trying too hard for me. Yeah, yeah but the flag was up. So. <laughs> <laughs> when did um when did playing music come into your life? Um, let's see. All right, so Drumline, remember that Nick Cannon yep. movie? Mm-hmm. What year was that? Like 2002. Ooh, that sounds right. Probably it okay. had to be the early aughts. I don't think I was in even fifth, sixth grade when it came out, but it came out when I was in. South Carolina. So I was near a bunch of historically black colleges mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just a lot of just general Southern black art and culture. And I was like, I'm going to play drums. But me and every other 11 year old wanted that also. So they put me on trombone and I still to this day am pretty proficient at trombone. Nice. Um, but then I realized I wasn't like going to make friends or get a girlfriend. <laughs> so at 12, I picked up a guitar and it was like within a month, I picked up a guitar and then discovered at the drive in. And mm-hmm. then I've been playing pretty much since then consistently guitar. But then I kind of branched out to like mandolin, violin, piano, and other stuff. Um, you know, because your parents want you to like pick up an instrument that can like make you some money and no one ever sure. thinks the guitar is it. So <laughs> I tried everything before. I was just like, no, mom, like guitar is the one. So when I was 12 and I'm, I just turned 30 a couple months ago. So yeah, that 18 years? Damn. That's great. Long ass time when I say it that way. Yeah. Long. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because one thing I was thinking about too, um, and obviously, like, no need to go into listing them all if there have been a bunch of bands, mm-hmm. but I almost think of like if you're moving around that much, were you able to kind of find other people to be playing with? Were were was being in a band a constant? Um, oh no, no. okay, <laughs> no, I was just too nervous. Um, I think my first band was, I was still in high school as my senior, so like eighteen, nineteen, mm-hmm. yeah. So I went like six years. I've been writing like parts and stuff. I got really good at guitar. Like I could play, y'all know Protest yeah. the Hero? No. I could play a Protest the Hero song easily. Wow. Um, what's 
like a metal band that shreds. I don't know, like Steve Vai, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. Like I could play some Mastodon shit and okay. or like Mars Volta. I could play some crazy shit. And then I was just like, no one wants to be in this kind of band. <laughs> <laughs> like so so six years of that before I was just like, metalcore is popping now. Let me play bass in a metalcore band. But I like there's a song that come up on our first record. I wrote that in God, ninth grade. Whoa. <laughs> so I'll sit, I, I've been sitting on some parts for a long time. So I finally worked up the courage and right when metalcore is popping off and I wasted so much time doing that. So 18, 19 is when I finally started joining bands. I think before proper, I've only been in three bands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You would think I've been like, oh, let's do it. But I just didn't have the confidence. It just yeah, wasn't I mean, there. I mean, I get it. Like, it's, yeah. it's tough to take that first step and be like, I'm, I want to play yeah. in front of people. Like, yeah, I always avoided the public speaking classes. I didn't. I was I was trombone, so I was always in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it was like, what do you mean I have to like be on a stage in front of someone? That's nah, that's not me. So <laughs> it took me a long time to even get that kind of confidence yeah. to be a front person. Now it still doesn't feel like me. Yeah, I mean, like for me as an example, I mm-hmm. similar stage right, like nervous to be up there. So what I did, yeah, start a ska band. Had 12 people. So it's not like they were only oh, yeah. just looking at me. There was a ton of other people. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, real big brain shit. Yeah. It's a good idea. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you still know trombone, maybe. Uh... Yeah. Let <laughs> me order one and see how terribly, how can I make my neighbors? <laughs> Let's find out. Um, but I do have to say that you, Eric, as a front person to a band i very much enjoy your banter i i get (laughs) so much joy out of it and what was it like a month or two ago at this point you all did a live set from babies all right oh um yeah it was baby yeah Yeah. that was a lot of fun and i (laughs) oh god there's a whole sorry to bring this up if this is embarrassing for you but there is a lot of no it's it's hilarious there was a lot of gene simmons talk and kiss talk <laughs> and what did i say is like hi we're a kiss cover band yeah <laughs> something it dumb was, like that it was real dumb but also it was really great yeah. I, I i just need you to know that it brought me a lot of joy in my home <laughs> thank you so uh, yeah evan it went from we're a kiss cover band to mm-hmm. i am actually gene simmons to Perfect. i'm just kidding please don't sue me <laughs> to please help us out with our legal fund for when they sue us right and that was right. the whole joke for the whole hour that we played and Eli, you know, Eli and Tosh, Pat, they're just going to fucking go with it and be, make it even more wacky and ridiculous. So it just kept building and building. We were like, if you want to donate to our cause, and then people actually Venmo the band <laughs> some money for our legal defense. I mean, Kiss is incredibly litigious from what I've heard. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Pat, you joke, but I bet they have a lot more copyrights than your average band. Oh, my oh God. Sure. they're like a merchandise they're like a merchandise machine you know or like they mm-hmm. have been for decades absolutely <laughs> well, i think the way i, mean, I think the, the way that we drop. combat this is by getting proper action figures lunchbox deals yeah. <laughs> comic books yeah yeah, Car- yeah. movie tie-ins yeah. cartoons we have to out sue them that's yeah. yep that's mm-hmm. it <laughs> and we have to somehow get a get like a trademark on your likeness because i think they yeah. all have like their you know the masks are all yeah all ip you know, yeah. that's important. That's well, the fun stuff about being in a band yeah. is the intellectual we'll property. We'll just trademark our first name. So anyone named Elijah, Natasha, <laughs> Eric, done. They're done. Cease and desist in the mail within a fortnight. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard that. Everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. 
Yeah. One of the things that is great about Proper is great about your band is a lot of people, you know, you ask about their band, you ask about like the dynamic and they're like, oh, you know, we love each other. Uh, they're great. They're great friends. And I think sometimes it can like you hear it and you're like, yeah, it sounds like you're all wearing on each other. <laughs> but proper, I mean, the way you, you, you speak about your bandmates, but also uh, the way y'all are uh, like live shows and stuff. I mean, so mm. genuinely, I think a group of friends. And oh, yeah. And I wonder, you know, like. God forbid, like let's proper goes on forever. Proper never dies. Mm-hmm. Proper is the band until the end of the end, end of days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, how, I mean, is, how much does that also feel important to you as somebody who's like creating a band, you know? Oh, it was paramount so i've actually moved here 2014 and then proper didn't happen till 2017 because i spent that much time being so meticulous about who i wanted to make music with i jammed with so many people and the obviously finding other black artists was a huge harder than you would think for being in such a progressive blue place uh city um but yeah that was that was the paramount thing and then just having them be so patient with me being like i want to just surprise release this album with a full website, with full merch, and mm-hmm. it's gonna take like a year. And uh, Eli had been in the band for like 10 months before we even announced anything, I think, just toiling it out. And I was just like, yeah, this is a real one. And just like, luckily the album did pretty well in the DIY spaces. And then like, here we had that, that talk. He's like, are you gonna expect me to quit my job? Because I cannot do that. I was like, no, why would I do that? And they were both just like, okay, <laughs> thank God. Because again, they've been in more bands than me. And yeah, you know, they've yeah. just, apparently they've been through that. I don't know. But so it was just like, I want, a family because if we're going to be on tour we need to love each other <laughs> yeah we need to like you just all this fallout especially like the stereotype of an emo band that's like the album came out november 2018 and then we break up in march 2019 like it's just not happening so we're always just like whatever you need to do it's fine we don't get jealous about each other starting other bands we don't get jealous about needing a fill-in we don't get jealous about like oh there's a big tour and i can't go it's always just like we'll get a fill-in it's fine why would we not want to do the tour so we all we're very communicative in how we always operate, how we want to be loved, and how we want to cooperate with each other. Because being a band is a, it's a relationship. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a very healthy, very good relationship that I'm very grateful to have. Yeah, I mean, it, that sounds like you wish more people were forming their bands that way. You wish more people kind of had that that presence. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. If, I mean, what do you? I mean, what do you think it is? Do you think do you think that when people are looking for an outlet, right, they're looking to get their mm-hmm. art to art out there, do you feel like sometimes they're in a rush and they don't do that kind of stuff? Do they think they feel starved? Absolutely. Do you think, because obviously you're also, you're like, you you brought in this part of the equation, right? You're looking for other black artists mm-hmm. to collaborate yeah. with. Is that, because that's so intentional? Yeah. Is there a world of musicians and artists that just aren't doing that? Not because like, Maybe because they don't have to, but they're not, yeah. they're just not being as thoughtful about who they're working with because yeah, there's like I, a few less check marks, I guess, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, just with anything, like people tend to look for a competent musician first. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I want to be your friend first. So that was a very backwards thing or being like, you know, I don't care if this isn't your normal type of music, we'll figure it out, you know, as long as we have a good time. But um, yeah, that was part of the problem was that I was just like, I don't expect any, for previous people I've worked with, I'm like, I don't expect you to pay for anything. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get all of this stuff made so we can launch correct and hit the ground running. And the issue is always just like, it's been six months. What are we doing? Or, you know, what's the holdup? Like, 
you said you had an album ready. It's been, you know, so-and-so time. And then the other thing is that a lot of people want to be superstars. Uh, <laughs> I'm fortunate to have been in a band before proper that was that is pretty big now um, that I really hate. So I'm not going <laughs> to give them the time of day to mention. But uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, I tell them about like my past or like having like a base sponsorship at 19 and like uh, we had a house venue in Kansas City and we would sell out and it would be like $4,000 in a night at a show. So I would tell them like, my my competency level mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know just see the puppy dog eyes come and just feel like i'm gonna let you down like i can't do this so <laughs> a lot of people really either want to be a jam band or they want to blow up and just make it and i just feel like proper is always not being like a middle class band mm-hmm. like a working class blue collar band we'll take the time to do it right to the best that we can or until we run out of money <laughs> which has been the case for a few things and projects and we will do it the best that we can and we're going to enjoy it because there's no point if we're not having fun so it's always been since day one what i've been about with eli tosh and our new guitarist alexa Mm. been like it's fun uh we'll we'll get some good shows and if you anything you don't like please tell me don't let it sit and stew on it yeah i mean that's awesome yeah that sounds like such a great way to approach approach a project i think so much of thank you what what the world is now is like instant gratification. It's, you know, just yeah. post something. And like, there's nothing wrong with like making something and posting it. Um, but I think yeah. it's another level of uh, focus or I don't know. I just, I, I envy that decision or admire that decision <laughs> to ho- hold on Thank to you. something for a year and like, n- and yeah. just launch it all at once. Um Yeah. No, it's definitely like I'm not, I'm the opposite of a patient person. Or um, I got the Barty Strange record like two years ago. And I was like, how are you this patient? Like, just drop it. And then, you know, like I was one of those people who'd be like, just drop it. It's going to be great. But he put in the work. He, we helped each other out some stuff and like been like, mm-hmm. yeah, this was great. You built a good team. I, you asked me some, for some advice. And now I'm asking you for some advice. And it's like a full circle of how artistry should be. And just trying to be patient is the hardest thing imaginable. Because, of course, I just want to just drop a song, but let's do it, but yeah, can't do yeah. it. And so much of, at least being a, com- a consumer of music or a consumer of anything, really, you just see the end result mm. uh, yeah. and don't really consider what has gone into that. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know, I just find it so interesting and like, I would be so excited, like if, like that Bartiz record. I would have a hell of a time sitting on that for two years. They're like, but it's so good. It needs yeah. to be out in the world. Yeah. And and you know it's so good. <laughs> right. Thing, dude. It's just like, how are you, Bart, how are you doing this? How? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, patience has been the biggest thing I've learned. You can put something out and it doesn't go anywhere. But if you take that extra month, you'll like, I always do a staggered release for everything. So if you take an extra month to find out which subreddits will vibe with it or, I was on Tumblr for a while. Like it really just makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Or launching with a website. Like I launched with, we used to be called Great White. So I launched with Eric at thegreatwhite.com and everyone was like, that's so professional. And like, you know, there's those little things that are going to make you seem way cooler of a band than you are that end up paying off in the long run. It really takes some time to just be like, I'm going to wait. It's a, it's an email, but I'm just going to wait for it. Yeah. Or something small like that. Yeah. How long have you had Alexa in the band? Um, She joined us. For our full U.S. tour when the second album came out. So, God, what was that, 20, 
18? Okay. 2019. 2019. Because it came out summer 2019. We did a full US run with her. And then COVID happened. So (laughs) she's still in the band. She lives in North Carolina. So she just flies out for the tours. But like, she's never toured overseas. She's never toured. So like, we had all this stuff lined up. We had Europe. We had UK. We had, uh, we were going to do some South Africa dates. Oh, sweet. We were talking about doing some Australian, Japanese dates. And she was like, obviously super excited. And just to see like COVID come and take that away Mm -hmm. from her really sucked. But she took to it. She loved tours. We already are really great friends. Like she's a new addition that really feels like another part of the family. How do you think she will respond to Z Loopers ISPD? Um, she's heard the song. I don't think she liked it. <laughs> um, the, uh, Alexa is a metalhead through and through, okay. also. So she'll she'll like definitely be the first to put her headphones in. Like she doesn't listen to much rapper R and B. She is very much the heavier the better. Um, got it, got it, got it. We really bonded with her on. I really bonded with her on that level, with like Dance Gavin Dance and Protest the Hero and like Old Ben Sevenfold and stuff like that. But yeah, so she probably hated it, but she's also very kind, <laughs> so she probably just didn't say anything. Well, that's good. <laughs> very yeah. good. I love that. I um, I, I just love, and I want to thank you for you. You brought a divisive song to us that is ultimately about unity, and somehow that is like. <laughs> That feels so hard to accomplish, and it's so yeah, it's so perfect. Thank you, <laughs> Eric. Where can everybody keep up with you and with Proper? So all of our socials are at Like Real Proper, um, except for our YouTube. I couldn't get it, but we don't use it anyway. So Twitter, Instagram, I guess Facebook, but I don't, I don't use it. I'm not. <laughs> so Twitter and Instagram, which I rarely use anyway, but yeah, social media is on there. Um, or likerealproper.com has a one-stop shop for everything. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, Pat and I have mentioned this several times in the last year of recording, but like we got to we got to see you uh, last show, Pat, before yep. everything shut down. Last show before everything shut down. Oh. So like you are truly um, with Pat and I as our sense memory of what it is to see live music. Oh, thank um, you. What show was that? That was, that was Iron that, um, St. Yeah. Vitus? Iron Chief. Yes. Tosser's yeah. birthday yep. show. Oh, that was an insane show. Oh, I'm so great. glad you were there. Yeah. It was so much thank fun. Thank you. That was a great show. <laughs> oh, oh, I missed that feeling. It was. Uh, so, yeah, we get to like, that's like the thing that Pat and I are holding on to until real life can kind of resume, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I want to thank you for that. And, and, and just say, I think from both Pat and I, obviously, but like, Go see this fucking band, everybody. Um, listen Thank to their you. music. Proper just kicks ass. Um, I think, and I <laughs> think you. if you if you get this sense of like eclectic musical taste that we've we've gotten from Eric, I think like that rings true uh, with your music and with your fans and stuff like that too. So I want people to check you, you out. Thank you. That's the goal. Always. There, That's the goal. I will say there's a wonderful ABBA tribute. <laughs> uh, yes. it caught me by surprise and i love it so much uh in addition to Thank listening you, yeah. to them please go out and buy their records uh multiple times preferably <laughs> um you can buy merch the merch is really good uh i think we probably also need to continue to uh contributing to the kiss legal defense fund yeah that's probably yeah true. yeah who knows where that's gonna go but like you can never be too safe oh, i have ruined my life <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can never be too safe um, <laughs> yeah pat thank you for not forgetting the abba heads that listen to the podcast um we don't want them to be neglected ever never can't forget. um and yeah contribute to the legal defense fund that's obviously super important <laughs> against kiss 
Um, but also, also great segue. Uh, this this season of the pod, uh, Pat and I are contributing a little bit of money to a cause of our guest choice for each episode. Eric, who are who are we giving money to this week? That would be Planned Parenthood of Greater New York. Um, Hell yeah! Obviously, if you don't know Planned Parenthood, they help with a lot of reproductive things. Um, they're really getting. They just have always been getting attacked by yeah. the right wing, and and moderates, just everyone. I don't know. Yeah. So they can use every cent that you can spare if you're listening and you want to make a donation. Um, it would be it would really really mean a lot to me. It would be really cool of you. Hell yeah! Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for bringing uh, that cause to us. We're gonna donate a few donate a few bucks. We encourage everyone listening to this to do the same. Or if you're not thank in New you, York, thank you. donate to the Planned Parenthood in your area. Absolutely. Uh, donate yes. locally. It's going to help the people. It's going to literally probably help people that you know. Um, Planned Parenthood yeah. is such just a robust and incredible organization all over this damn country. Yeah. So, the uh, realest of the real. Donate, donate, donate. Yeah. And uh, I think that's Please. it. Eric, thank you so much. Yeah, for thank you. Us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. An absolute joy. Um, and everyone else out there, you know, if you like the show, please subscribe. Please tell your friends. Uh, word of mouth, like we said, is the best. And until next time, hit repeat. Repeater is hosted by Evan Ford Barden and Patrick Cartelli. Visit us online at repeater.show for live dates, hot music tips, and show archives. Theme music by The Sun Lions. Everything else by Love Nest Productions. Welcome to Repeater. ass. Complete ass.